Have you been hearing all the buzz that NFTs are now on Bitcoin? Although it is technically true, if you're someone who has been in the NFT community for quite a while now collecting on ETH and other blockchains, this Bitcoin experience will be very foreign to you. So today we're going to discuss the development without getting overly technical and also what it means for the NFT community. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So, for starters, the so-called Bitcoin NFTs are officially called ordinals, and this whole idea of how it came out is called ordinal theory. And much of this information, the documentation is coming from ordinals.com. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. But two words are being interchangeable for these Bitcoin NFTs. It's ordinals and digital artifacts. And to give you an idea exactly what this is and how it works, you have to sort of explain how Bitcoin is broken down. Bitcoin is broken into 100 million units called Satoshis. As we know, Bitcoin is capped. There is a hard number of 21 million. So divide that 21 million by 100 million is how many Satoshis that you actually have. And to give you an example as to how this compares to over on Ether, for example, one ETH is actually broken down into one quintillion way. And that number is so big that I can't even fathom what that means, but it is a one with 18 zeros after it. And the most common way that we know about ways and the divisions of one ETH is when we're paying our gas fees. Right now, gas is denominated in GUI, which is breaking it down to one billionth of an ETH. And even that number is a little hard to understand, but that is one with nine zeros after it. So pretty much all these cryptocurrencies are divisible down to smaller units. And this is sort of like how dollars are divided into cents, pounds are divided into pence, and other currencies around the world that we're familiar with, fiat currencies, are divided down into a fraction. However, with a digital currency, you can go down to extremely small numbers. So going back to this thing now, these Satoshis, 100 million Satoshis in one Bitcoin is how these ordinals came into play. So this ordinal system is a way to number those Satoshis. So basically on the blockchain, every single one of them is given a unique, I guess you would say barcode that defines which one is which. Now this is different than a fungible token because the famous saying from the Bitcoin people is that one Bitcoin is one Bitcoin. It's a fungible token, meaning that it doesn't matter what the exchange rate is happening in other currencies. It doesn't matter as far as which one you have or whatever it is. At the end of the day, it is all the same. It is worth the same. It holds its value. However, with these Satoshis and these ordinals, it is a numbering system that actually in many ways, turns that on its head because each one of these Satoshis could be individually identified. And that's how this whole NFT thing came into play because some people figured out that you can actually attach an image to it directly on the blockchain. So basically, if you have an image on a uniquely identified token, technically speaking, that is an NFT. And this is a far departure from what we're seeing all along on Bitcoin. As I was saying that all those Satoshis, all those Bitcoins are all seen as one. There was no difference. It was a fungible token. But now that they have these unique identifying properties, that's what makes it very interesting. And all the speculation and commotion is going on right now. Currently, the only way to see this is if you're using an Ordinals Explorer like Ordinals.com or you're using a specialty wallet. But all of the early hype are mostly people that are coming over from the NFT space, especially on ETH, and they're degening in. And things are just going crazy right now because everyone wants a piece of this history because this is really early and these are some of the earliest ones. Right now, we're seeing some different ordinals come up, such as the Shrooms, the Ordinal Punks, the Bitcoin Rocks. And these are just very simplistic pixelated art that is attached to these 
Satoshis or Sats. But what makes this very interesting and different from the NFT experience that we know over on ETH or WAX or Cardano, Solano or wherever else is that these tokens actually have all of the data, including the image directly on the chain. Now, normally I'll just use ETH because that is the most common one. Most people listening to this will understand that, collect ETH and what have you. Most times those images are stored on IPFS, which I spoke about yesterday with Filecoin. Or if it is a 3D image, they're stored on a server, or it could be even stored on a server if it is some of the older ones that didn't really understand storage matter. But generally speaking, what is actually on the NFT itself, the token that is on the blockchain, is basically an address as to where that image is stored. Now, I'm oversimplifying this. It's usually a hash mark, and that's going to point exactly where it is. But for simplicity and for sake of time, I'm just going to say there's an address pointing towards where that image is. With the exception of something like the on-chain monkeys, the art is usually not on the blockchain. But with these ordinals, everything is right there. It is all included. So regardless of what this type of file is, as long as it is the size of a block, it could be included on that chain. But also what makes this very different than the experience, say, over on ETH is that there's no smart contracts being able to do this. This is actually being minted or placed, I should say, with that transaction on that token like an inscription. And this opens up the mind for all sorts of potential. What could this possibly mean? Because, of course, without the smart contract, the functionality that we're used to over on ETH and Solano and everywhere else, well... For the most part right now, it is pretty much just art on a blockchain. And a lot of people are, are having this debate saying, well, these really aren't NFTs because there's nothing you can do with it and so forth. And then, of course, there is a division between what an NFT is, what is just crypto art and so forth. But there is a lot of debates. A lot of people are weighing in on, of course, all the experts are throwing in their tweets and what have you. So in case you're wondering what all the commotion is about, is trying to actually define, is this really an NFT? But most importantly, like what is the impact for this on not only Bitcoin, but the NFT community? Well, as far as Bitcoin Maxi goes, they are extremely divided. There is one camp that is saying this is a good thing because as long as there is attention to Bitcoin, we all win in the end. Because at the end of the day, the more people that are interested in Bitcoin, the more people that have wallets and are using it and collecting and trading the token the more value it has because the more people using it, their bags are going to go up. Because remember, Bitcoin maxis are typically the most diamond hand people. Not very many people that are gung-ho, see the benefit and the value in Bitcoin, sell their Bitcoin. It's like they just collect and accumulate over time. And they're looking at this as something that they're going to pass on to their children, their grandchildren, and so forth. And it's going to create generational wealth. That's what they're doing. They're holding this, right? It's not like over on ETH and Doge and everywhere else where people are trading and flipping. No, that is not how Bitcoins think about it. So in their minds, if they come over, it's all good because at the end of the day, it's only going to push up the value. They're going to bring innovation, bring more use cases and more reason for people to come over. Now, the other side of the camp is saying that, no, this is absolutely ridiculous. This is not a part of Satoshi's white paper. But in case, you know, you're new to this whole Web3 experience and what have you, just Google Satoshi Nakamoto in the origins of Bitcoin and you'll find out why this thing is called Satoshi and so forth. But as far as that goes, that original white paper, something like this, the ordinals is not in it. It's supposed to be a peer-to-peer -peer sovereign digital cash, basically is what it is. A form of exchanging, storing value and what have you. That's what it was supposed to be, a digital currency, digital money, basically, without the government. 
So they're very upset that this whole thing has been morphed and these people are coming in, they're degening into it, if you will. The first ever quote unquote gas war is taking place over on Bitcoin because all those people are trying to get the first 10,000 ordinals and it created a lot of chaos. So a lot of people, the purists, the maxis that are like, this is absolutely ridiculous. It's almost like the teenagers have come in and they have started partying in the nice neighborhood and it is just a complete circus now. And that is like the vibes that you're getting. The country club is ruined. Who let these kids in? And that's basically what's going on right now with the NFT community clashing with these Bitcoin maxis. But as I said, without smart contracts, without really any functionality whatsoever, the people that are buying these things up right now are creating them and putting them on the blockchain. It is all for speculation. And there really is no utility. There is nothing to, let's say, token gate a discord or anything like that with this. All that stuff has not been developed yet. And it is still early. This is Basically, like when people were just throwing crypto kitties up on ETH, like this is an experiment right now. You have no idea where it's going to go. I should say we have no idea where it's going to go. And what could possibly develop from this? They're talking about possibly being able to trade these things on the Lightning Network, which in summary is like the equivalent of Polygon for Bitcoin. But right now, to get these ordinals, there is no marketplace. So nothing like an OpenSea has been developed yet. There is no tools or anything like that to even be able to easily see them, create them and rank them other than ordinals.com where you can actually see this. There is a wallet that is out called the ordinals wallet. And there's another one too as well. I'll, I'll leave the links for that in the show notes. However, it is very technically heavy. This is not something that just the average person just go into and hundred percent honest. I haven't done it myself. I've just watched the videos on it, spent hours researching this stuff. But as far as going into Bitcoin with these ordinals and everything, it is untested ground. I mean, really, nobody knows where it's going to go. It is beyond early. We're early with ETH. We're early with the other blockchains. But this ordinal thing is basically a newborn baby. So because of that, that is why so much excitement was over there as far as people rushing over and just learning and breaking things as they go. They don't necessarily care where this is going to go. They want to be in that first 10,000, meaning, or I should say projecting that there's going to be value from that, just like how the 10,000 pungs and 10,000 is like the standard number in the whole ETH world with PFP projects and what have you. That's why there was such a rush to get into the 10,000 ordinals that were first onto the blockchain. But as I said, most of these Bitcoin folks are diamond hands. They are not selling. So they are playing and experimenting with it because, of course, they've been on the chain. They have a better understanding of the technicals and how to really use this stuff. So when they start to create and they're playing with these ordinals, what have you, they're not selling it. A lot of these collections that I just mentioned, everything, the creators of them, the people that originally hold them, they don't have them available and they're just locked down. But all the people that are very skeptical of this, especially like the ETH maxis that are saying this is ridiculous. I can't people are doing this. Well, you have to remember that ETH has such a head start with this whole NFT thing that it's almost like at this point comparing a infant, a newborn baby, I should say, with a toddler. Right. And then trying to speculate who is going to have a greater impact on the world. I mean, we wouldn't do that with people. And that's just ridiculous. Knowing that that person could very well live for 100 years. But basically, that is what we are doing right now. People are looking at these two technologies and seeing which one is better. In fact, that is what we're doing with these whole blockchains and everything that's going on right now. But this one is even newer, this whole ordinal experience. So it is a complete experiment. Who knows where it's going to go? But either way, I think it's just very interesting to say the least. And it's something that I will be following and keeping an eye on because it does take away one of the arguments that they had over on the Bitcoin community is saying that, that this is serious. This is the sort of thing that we are having that is just purely money. We have a very easy to understand 
ecosystem over here and you guys over on ETH and Solano and everywhere else are just doing all sorts of crazy things and we're just standing back and watching you and waiting for you to fail. But with this, it just makes things very interesting over here because now they don't have that same line to use anymore. And that's part of the reason why some of these Bitcoin maxis are extremely upset because it muddies the waters. It makes explaining what Bitcoin is to people even that much more complicated because before when you could just say, it's basically digital cash or digital gold, and it's a store of value or a means of transfer of wealth and so forth. That is something that we understand. That is currency. That is money, an asset. Now, adding this whole ordinal experience, it's like, okay, great. Now we have to add something in there, and that really is causing a lot of issues for them. But I'd love to know what your thoughts are on this. Do you think this is something that's very interesting? Does this make you more interested in Bitcoin or less interested? I would love to hear your thoughts please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But most importantly, I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.